Welcome back for episode number three of the MC Crew Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brennan Hackett. I'll be joined by my co-host, Chris Sifferman, Jared Harmon, Sam Davis, and of course, our resident Canadian, Eleni Diaz. We will also be joined by a special guest, Megan Sifferman, tonight. If you're new to the MC Crew Podcast, each one of our episodes are broken down into segments, which you can find in the description below. You can follow our podcast on Instagram at mc.crew.podcast. And of course, if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button. Joining us tonight, we have Megan Stifferman. Uh, she is going to talk to us about uh, Rett Syndrome. Uh, October is Rett Syndrome Awareness Month, and so she here, she's here to just uh, shed a little bit more light on that syndrome. Go ahead, Megan. Hi, guys. So we have a daughter, Olivia. She's seven year old seven years old. She was diagnosed with Rett syndrome at 18 months. Um, Rett syndrome is a rare neurological disease that affects brain development. It's genetic, meaning one of the genes is essentially deleted or there's a deletion area in the gene. And that gene is the MECP2 gene. Um, That gene affects all other genes. It turns them on and off. So it's a pretty big deal that affects breathing, speech, motor control, anxiety, behavior, pretty much everything. Um, So like Brendan said, October is Rett Syndrome Awareness Month internationally. So what Chris and I do is every year we go to the Capitol, we submit a proclamation asking the governor to declare Oklahoma Rett Syndrome Awareness Month for October. So we just did that um, on Monday. And we've done that for the past four years. And it's just a way that we can bring awareness to the issue, which hopefully creates funds for research, treatments, and cure. Are there any uh, cures out there right now or any kind of treatments that are available? No, there are no cures, no treatments yet, um, other than just physical uh, occupational and speech therapy, which our da- our daughter all gets, um, but they are working hard on a cure, and they they are so close to pushing through a medication, which will hopefully be next year or the year after. Right now, they're in phase three clinical trials with humans on a drug called trophinotide, which has shown to increase breathing control, improve anxiety, and even in improve ambulation which is pretty awesome well that's awesome um any any questions from you guys yeah um megan i was just gonna say i think you guys are doing a fantastic job um getting awareness and everything out there and um this kind of hits close to home you know for me and i just thought it was um i mean it was just such a interesting deal there with uh because as you know jessica's uh stepdad her his daughter uh, actually has has that and it was mm-hmm. such a um, such a rare deal to move into the same neighborhood and uh, have it's you guys extremely here. rare yeah I almost thought she didn't know what she was talking about when she yeah. told me that her stepsister had rat syndrome because it, right. it affects one in 10,000 females yeah. wow. so it's pretty rare yeah it was interesting to to you know be be around that of course uh, all the way back to me and uh, Jess first started dating meeting uh tiffany and um you know just hit her stepdad obviously wanting more awareness and really kind of feeling at times you know helpless uh, on what to do so you guys getting out there and 
and kind of leading the charge to raise awareness and get this out that this is something that, uh, you know, needs to, needs to be looked into, you know, obviously try to find a cure. And um, I just, anyway, I just wanted to point that out. I didn't really have a, a question about that. I just wanted to say, I think you guys are doing awesome. Thanks. I appreciate that. It's yeah. Awareness is the biggest step because with awareness brings fundraising and treatments research. And they, I feel like they are so close to a cure that it's, it's, you can't not have hope for the future. Absolutely. And you guys are having a run tomorrow, right? Yes. There's a run at Wiley Post Park in Oklahoma City. It starts at 8.50. There's a 5K, a 10K, and a half marathon. Um, you can still register through midnight tonight. And is Chris running the, the full half marathon? <laughs> Doubt it. Oh, do, right. it. Well, do it. He do can it. do it. Do it. If people want to learn more, Megan, how can they do that? You can go to IRSF, the International Rett Syndrome <laughs> Foundation, um, dot org. There are tons of resources where you can um, donate the Rett Run tomorrow. Donates 100% of the profits toward Rett Research. So it's pretty I, cool. I know that my wife's birthday was this week, and uh, I always see those people doing the Facebook, like, raising money, and she wanted to yes. raise money for that, and so I thought that was pretty awesome. And Yeah, she raised over $500 in just a couple days through Facebook, so that's a great resource, too. Yep, and so we were we were very uh, thankful to have you guys as friends so we could we could try to raise money and bring awareness to that uh, that cause and hopefully, like I said, find a, find a cure. Same here. You guys are awesome, and thanks for having me on to talk about it. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for joining us, Megan. We appreciate it. Thank you, Megan. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. Let's move into our next topic. Uh, That topic is going to be This Week in History. Uh, First thing I wanted to bring up, I'll start us off here today, is that uh, my wife was born, I won't say how many years ago, uh, but her birthday was this this week in history, so uh, I just wanted to toss that out there and tell her that I love her. So, yeah, happy birthday, and we're going to go out tomorrow night and have some fun. Um, But the topic I brought up uh, was the Thrill of Manila. It uh, it took place in October 1st in 1975. It was the third and final boxing match between Muhammad Ali and Smokin' Joe Frazier. Uh, Ali won that in the 14th round via TKO. Uh, Like I said, the fight took place in in 1975 and was for the heavyweight championship of the world. And it was in the Philippines. Um, It was kind of weird because it started at 10 o'clock in the morning. Um, to accommodate, you know, everybody in the whole entire world watching this fight. Um, and the I think one of the biggest things about that, which I didn't know when I, before I started doing research, though, um, that the fight still had the, like, the stickiness in the air from the, the night before. Uh, it was starting to be cooked off by the sun, so they said it was a, uh, a boiling water atmosphere inside of the arena. Um, they said the conditions inside because it was an aluminum roofed, uh, Coliseum that they said it was, yeah, they said it was about 120 degrees inside of there. Good call Um, there. Yeah. (laughs) Now Uh, I want to put on this roof aluminum. Yeah. Yeah. That's not Uh, that hot. Yeah. And so, (laughs) uh, and, uh, so Frazier estimated that the ring temperature, like I said, was 120 degrees considering all the additional lighting or anything else for, you know, the television to, to get good footage. And then Ali said he lost five pounds during the fight alone just from dehydration. I was like, goodness gracious. So uh, Mm. for me, I mean, I was always a big fan of Muhammad Ali. um, And so being able to kind of look up this fight um, was was interesting for me. Um, 
but the another point that I kind of found was interesting was that while doing research for this, uh, Joe Frazier's team wanted to complete his training when he, when he got to the Philippines. Um, it was in this little mountainous area in the outskirts of uh, Manila. Uh, it was, he kind of said he lived like a Spartan existence, often sitting for hours in just kind of a meditative state, just kind of preparing mentally for this fight. Uh, but it kind of reminded me from Rocky Four when Rocky gets out to the Soviet Union and he just kind of finds that random whatever house or wherever he was at, like farm um, out in the middle of nowhere. It just So my thought was, I wonder if that's kind of where they got the idea from uh, shooting that was, hey, you know what? He's going to go to a foreign country. Let's have him train kind of in the middle of nowhere. So uh, so that was my topic I picked. I thought that was uh, kind of an interesting one. Lanny, what do you got? All right, I got a few of them. Uh, 1950, the comic strips. St- I said strips. Comic strip peanuts made. <laughs> Makes its first appearance in newspapers. Now, for people who don't know what a newspaper is out there, it was these these things that they actually printed the news on and delivered to your doorstep. Had, like, news, politics, sports, entertainment. Get out of here. Uh, believe it or not, yeah. Sam. You made that up, liar. I don't believe you. <laughs> Google it. So what, the newspaper was invented? Listen. <laughs> I have no idea what the newspaper was invented. I yeah. think it was strippers, right? It was, that's, that's, story, that's what the story's about, right? Right. Well, you could give you could give strippers uh, paper, newspapers. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Anyway, all right, all right, my sorry about one. that. In 1964, scientists mm. announced that uh, findings that smoking is bad for you. Like, what? Like no shit. These are two. <laughs> Unbelievable topics. Yeah, smoking is bad for you. Like, who'd have thought, you know, ingesting rat poison and carcinogens and all that other shit would be bad for you, right? Like, I, I remember. I remember my dad telling me, like, when he was a, when he was younger, there was like doctors on TV telling you the the great benefits of smoking. So yeah, I can, I can definitely believe that. So. That, oh yeah, I'm, I'm a, I started watching Mad Men. They were doing a ad for like a Lucky Strike in the 60s, and they were like, oh, we're not going to say it's bad for you. We're going to say it's toasty. <laughs> <laughs> like, what does That's... it even mean? <laughs> toasty. It's Interesting. Toasty. Goodness. All right, oh. and my last one, and most certainly not least, uh, October 1st, 1971, Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida, officially opened to the public. And for you... those that don't know me, I tend to love Disney World. <laughs> Been three yep. times in the last three years. I could go, need, I could probably go on and on about it. You don't even have any kids, so it's really weird. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Kind of no creepy. Like, like, yeah. I, like, yeah. No shame here. Yeah, one, time, one time, I didn't even take my daughter with me. <laughs> and I don't, I don't feel bad for it at all. Uh, as you I believe that. So, yeah, man. So, yeah, those are my three, man. Nice. Awesome. All right. Moving right along, Samuel, what you got for us today? Oh, yes. Um, so, real quick, I just want to, you know, I always like to, to put out, uh, you know, stuff for people that are listening to, to help them out. This is more for the rest of you guys. Oh, good I was, God. I, I got the, um, well, you know, I got the mic, so I was trying to test it out on our fancy app, you know, Brendan, and mm-hmm. um, I was trying to test it out, and I just wanted to just quickly point out that I accidentally joined the Kiwi crew instead of the MC crew. And um, <laughs> I'm just going to tell you, that was fucking weird. 
Um, yeah. When, so, when, do, when does that one air? When does that one? Well, I just thought live? a lot of people were making fun of me from, uh, you know, screwing up the British accent. I said, geez, you guys have gotten really good at your Australian accents. Uh, <laughs> real fast. But uh, anyway, so that's just a little, you know, something for you guys probably would never do that. Okay. So this day in, uh, in history, um, you know, I was trying to find something for you guys that was, um, I'm sorry, but it's just, you know, it's kind of one that everybody knows. Uh, of course, I'm talking about the Fort Wilson riots of 1779, uh, that, uh, <laughs> October 4th. Um, you know, I mean, you know, I'm going to bore people with this because everybody's so familiar with it, but uh, basically there's a lot of... <laughs> There's a lot of complicated politics going on uh, during the American Revolution. Um, of course, statesman James Wilson uh, had his fort there. It's at the southwest corner of 3rd and Walnut in Philadelphia. Um, it's not there anymore, but you could probably still stand there if you wanted to go down there. So the problem was that there was uh, you know, the British Army left. There was a general sense of chaos. Uh, There's a lot of inflation taking place. You had militias bringing up it kind of split the town in two uh old, old statesman wilson there and his cronies uh they're benefiting greatly from this uh from this inflation and uh, so the militia they go and they, they capture uh they captured four high-ranking members and marched them through the streets and old wilson's buddy old his crony there captain robert campbell what a dick this guy is he shouts out the window at him and he says hey keep on marching <laughs> he says that to him. He put he opens the window. He says, "Keep on marching," you know, and which I think was kind of the 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 start of get to stepping. I think that yeah, was that, that walk was the on hard ass. <laughs> yeah, keep keep walking. <laughs> well, they didn't. The militia oh, turned cool. around and they came in. They stormed the house. Uh, you know, they're shouting to them, and the, you know the uh, the Philadelphia Tribune is there, and the, the militia's outside. They're shouting for him to come out. Uh, they're, they're, they said, come on out. We're taking the fort. And uh, right here, I got this from the uh, the Philadelphia Tribune. They quote uh, James Wilson as saying, well, motherfucker, you can't have my fort. <laughs> <laughs> so no, they did, right. but they, but they did, they did, and they burned it down. And, um, and that was it. That was it. That was the end of the Fort Wilson Riots. It was actually well. I mean, that's not really much of a riot. They kind of came and just burned it down. Uh, poor statesman Wilson went down in flames, but he got a hell of a quote to the Tribune. Back to you. Well, on Third and Walnut. Thank you. Yeah, we'll have to. Do that. you guys want to visit, you want to look that up. Yes. <laughs> well, wonderful. All right, we're gonna try to move on from that, and uh, we're gonna move on to Chris here. Chris, what do you got for us? All right, guys. So I just want to thank you again for having uh, my wife on and talking about the rest injury and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. So what I've got is October first, nineteen oh eight. This is uh, the good old Henry Ford Model T. So he started designing it for the masses, but then on October first, the first one went on sale. So he sold the first one uh, going out the door. Um, let's see here. So it, he, he had it ready. It's on September 27th. And then three days later, he started selling it. It came with a 20 horse, uh, horsepower engine. It was regarded as the first affordable car. 
and there are 16 and a half million of them sold. It stands eighth on the top 10 list of the most cars sold of all time in 2012. Um, let's see here. And he watched, Henry Ford himself watched the 15th millionth one of Monty's raw office uh, assembly line in, in uh, Michigan, Highland Park, Michigan. It was pretty crazy. He he sold. I think it said uh, he sold like eighteen million of these things. Goodness, yeah. Damn. So we got to tip our hats to that guy for getting us some some wheels to cruise around wherever we need to go. But yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. That um, you know, he I think it was uh, he sold them from October first till May twenty sixth of nineteen twenty seven. Jeez, he made a lot of dang cars. Yeah. Yes, he did, and I believe Ford Motor Company still around. Is that correct? Oh, for sure. Yep, I've got. Uh, I drive three of them. <laughs> we have, we have, we, it's not three trucks in my driveway. Yeah, for sure. Must be nice to be a Superman. Okay. Mm. <laughs> one of uh, one of them's free, so let's not get too crazy. <laughs> bring us home, Harmon. All right. So uh, the great 1928 uh, opium bust. October 2nd, 1928, 3,000 cups of opium had a, a street value in excess of $1.5 million. That's $1,928. Um, they were taken from the dollar liner steamer at the Jersey docks. And basically, captain crew, everybody got a, got a big old uh, smuggling uh, charge on them. So it was the largest... Opium bust for smoking opium, which I guess there's a different kind. I don't know. I haven't used either, but... Um, oh, there is. From your, oh, from yeah. Your... <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, all I know about it is uh, old Curly Bill Brocious from Tombstone. He oh, uh, he was on the, He was on that smoking opium, and he shot the sheriff. So, um, <laughs> bad, bad news, but... Um, Guess it wasn't. But anyway, I think he's, he's he didn't about shoot that. the deputy, though, right? <laughs> I was gonna say the same thing. <laughs> not in that scene. Not that I recall. Not. Hold on. Let me. Nope. I don't have it here. So, um, but anyway, you just, I thought you just start your microwave. <laughs> I just went through my went through my notes, but uh, anyway, no. So that you know, thought that was interesting. You don't see any people in the. In the one hundo range, there's a good chance they might have got down on some opium in the twenties. So, yeah. Um, next up, <laughs> Roger Maris home run record, nineteen sixty one. He hit sixty one home runs. I know. October one, they played tonight. I don't know how they're doing. Um, Fuck the Yankees. I, yeah, I stopped watching baseball at about five o'clock. <sighs> um, oh yeah, you know why. <laughs> <laughs> so. So anyway, the the home run record of Babe Ruth from 1927 was broke in 1961. Um, there was some controversy there, just basically because that year the American League expanded their regular season from 154 games to 162. So Maris actually broke it on the 162nd game, and uh, the commissioner thought that that was not worthy of having its sole prestige so they went ahead and had two side by side a 154 game home run record and a 162 and then that went away in the 80s 
But uh, the next one, what is that? What? I don't know. What I don't know what that is. It's somebody like somebody. <laughs> somebody, somebody I, I literally thought the but... I thought the juice was behind me. Yeah, well, don't do that again. Yeah, like, whatever that is, let's stop. Yeah, so, that's, someone's uh, making sandwiches out of paper. These, yeah, I was about to say these new microphones. Like, are, I'm thinking about the the Leslie Nielsen naked gun where he's peeing with the, Went to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, picked up everything. He could pick me up in here. But uh, so anyway. Uh, Next one, a little. This is my best attempt, but da na 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 da na na na. Yep, Beverly that was Hills. Awful. That was pretty bad. Uh, Beverly Hills, nine hundred two one zero. They aired on Fox October fourth, nineteen ninety. It was about a bunch of kids at uh, West Beverly Hills High School, even though age range from seventeen to twenty nine. And, um, you know, what I thought was most interesting, just kind of digging into it, because I, you know, honestly, which now, 29 is pretty damn young, but, you know, whenever I was seven, whenever this came out, it was, you know, it was a long ways away, so didn't really pay much attention to it, but then today, you know, kind of started doing a little, little crunch in numbers, so median age of the cast, just shy of 22 years, and... Braid Brandon and Brenda Walsh were like the leads. That was uh, Jason Priestley and Shannon Doherty. Well, they're two years apart. They're supposed to be twins in the show, so it's it's hard to do. But um, seems legit. Anyway, yeah. I mean, whatever. Like, it, I mean, it, it went over my head at that time. So yeah, we'll we'll let it go. But uh. <laughs> But anyway, last one for me was uh, O.J. Simpson case. This is the day, October 3rd, he was acquitted of murder charges for uh, Nicole Brown Simpson and Ronald Goldman. And if, what's that? If the glove don't fit, you must have quit. <laughs> yeah. God, there's, a, I mean, there's some, like, good documentaries, too, about this. Oh, there's some great like, ones out there, man. That, that Netflix one, man, mm-hmm. it's incredible. But – um yeah, man, he could have been on the villain show. But uh, anyway, the interesting <laughs> he facts about been. he could have. But uh, so, a couple interesting facts. Um, there were two Broncos. There was a Bronco that was had the DNA evidence in it. It was part of the evidence for the murder trial, and it's now destroyed. And then there's another Bronco, and that's the one from that famous chase. And it was... Owned by this guy named Al Coings. Very, very, very shortly, he actually bought the bought the Bronco for eighteen hundred bucks. Very shortly after the famous chase, he sold it for seventy five thousand dollars to his attorney and his attorney's buddy, who was actually a porn mogul. And uh, yeah, down in West Beverly Hills. I'll be damned. Yep. So uh, yeah, just like that it was probably one of the cast members of Nine Hundred Two One Zero. Hey, just out of curiosity, did it say why they destroyed that first Bronco? Uh, no. I you know it probably did somewhere. I just didn't. I didn't get there. Um, there was two Broncos. But yeah, yeah there's two Broncos. <laughs> like it. OJ had one, and then this Al Cohen guy had one. It, yeah, had no idea. I thought it was. But that was I, the same one the whole me time. Neither. I, I don't think Al Cohen owned it at the time. I think one of his old teammates owned it. 
and then he sold it to Al Cohen, if I not if I remember correctly. I could be wrong. Hey, we we can all learn. But uh Al Al basically he was uh he was propositioned by this Minnesota based company. He was gonna sell it to them until he found out that it was gonna be some kind of amusement park ride that basically reenacted it went down the same path as the chase what the and fuck? then it also yeah and then it went to you know nicole's uh where she's buried at so Classic. um so anyway yeah he he had a change of heart and then he he didn't do that he went with the other people for the same amount and it's basically set in a garage actually there's actually 20 miles have been put on it from the chase until now where it sits at Alcatraz East Crime Museum. So, hmm. and then, you know, just kind of going back the old juice, like just, just, just this week, I guess it's still technically history. It was on the second. Killed it on the golf course today. <laughs> New Nike glove worked. So, <laughs> oh, I, guess, God. I guess, I guess that would fit too. I don't know, but. Oh, wow. aye, aye. Yeah, you just can't stop himself. Uh, Can't stop, won't stop. So, can't get tried for murder twice, right? So, I guess just flaunt it. That's right. Wow. Well, yeah. What's everybody, right? Yep. I think so, yeah. Yep. So, the other thing that I had written down here that I was going to see if anyone touched on it, but we're all of around the same age. but this year or this week, uh, like I forget, 94, I think, but the first Mighty Ducks movie was released. And um, I know that's one of my favorite trilogies. So I just wanted to throw out there, what is your guys' favorite Mighty Ducks movie? Mm. I'll start off. I'll say two. Yeah, is two the Knuckle Puck? Yes, it is. In, is that the Bash Brothers? Yeah, it's yeah. Team USA. Yeah, two's two's pretty much the best one yeah i agree too yeah yeah same here i like one <laughs> now three. Yeah. <laughs> no, three wasn't that good no I, I know that's why i said that oh okay well i'm just hey i'm just making sure bitch calm down <laughs> calm the shit down all right <laughs> all right well that was wonderful all right next segment is hotline calls i was trying to get some people to actually call in to uh record our um our topics but nobody did that no, so, uh, no katie said she would do it and she didn't uh <laughs> she's been busy but uh i threw it out on facebook and instagram and um you know we did have quite a few people write some things in and uh while we were doing our our pre uh pretext the uh, conversation we kind of just said you know what let's just kind of throw them out there so uh, what I'm going to do here is I'm just going to read uh, read one off, and you guys can choose to answer it or not. So the first one is best bars in Oklahoma City. My right. garage. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> in the, in the I kitchen. got one. I, yeah, I got one, Brendan. Uh, I've got a couple of them. So uh, Okinawa is pretty pretty good. It's downtown, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, Republic. Yep, Republic's good. Oh, yeah. And uh, BJ's, which is, you know, just a restaurant chain, but uh, Megan and I go there a lot for uh, date nights, and it's pretty good. They got a good good service, good selection, and, yeah, so we, we like that one place, too. But Okinawa is probably one of the top ones. It has a bunch of local beers and all that good stuff. So. Yeah. 
Good. Anybody else? Man, I like the uh, Irma's. Oh, Irma's, man. The uh, has anybody been there? It's Mm-mm. it's it's old school. Like it's it, has anybody heard of the lunchbox no, shot? Yeah, oh, yeah. Jerry. It's a, Jerry. It's a full beer. Yeah, full Jerry. Beer shot. Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, that's that's Edna's, not Irma's. Oh, Edna's. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Edna's. My bad. Man. So, uh, good God. Anyway, you guys. get your shit it, together. Mike, Mike, Mike cut out. Uh, so, but yeah, no, that one. So that was pretty baller, even though I can't remember the name. That's all right. That's irrelevant at this point. His auto text. No worries. <laughs> There's one downtown. I'm just drawing a blank on the name of it, but uh, it's uh. It's like something uh, tap tap, tap works, works or yeah. Oh, tap yes. works yeah yeah. Katie and I have been there a couple times. I thought that place was pretty cool, um, but I have to agree. Like I, you know, before moving here, like our our house in Chicago, we had a bar, like a full bar in our basement, so it was kind of fun. But I really just enjoy hanging out here and uh, drinking some scotch or drinking some uh, beers out in the front, having a cigar. I mean, that's so far is kind of my best uh, my best bar here. I think. Yeah, I would totally agree. Get yep. everybody together. It's just a short walk home. Yeah, that's the that's the best part about it. It's just a little stumble home. Yeah, it doesn't um, cost you an arm and a leg. No, not at all. All right, so the second one we have here, and the first one was from Chris's wife, and I think the next five are from Chris's wife. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> that's all right. Uh, and the second one is the best motivational advice we have. And if you have any kind of testimonial. Stop shuffling your papers. Um, hey, you <laughs> shut your whore mouth. Good God. Good God, son. Get your shit together. Uh, I can't right. help it. Well, now Jared's, Jared's papers yeah. in the microwave. So. Jared, Jared took goddamn 30 minutes to get on the podcast, so be nice to me. Uh, that's true, he did. All right, so best uh, motivational advice you have. Uh, that's uh, That was something. and I have uh, – I don't really know if it's advice, but I remember Mike Tyson, when I heard of it or read this, I Mike Tyson's quote of saying, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. <laughs> so re- so really, uh, you know, life is 10% of what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. So being staying in control of your emotions and making sure that you are truly being your best person, even if uh, adversity is punching you in the face. I think that is the best motivational advice is just stay true to yourself and that's uh, – that's really the best thing you could do, no matter what. Yeah. All right, really... I'll follow that up. Uh, life's a garden. Dig it. Nice. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> nice. Joe <Durte>. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I'll, I'll go next. Uh, I don't really have any motivational advice. And <laughs> what do they say in Canada? <laughs> Thank you. And, Thank you, Lenny. Yeah. And... <laughs> And if I was ever given any, I probably didn't listen to it anyways. Obviously. Oh, well, here, but, uh, but I mean, like, okay, you're at the gate. There's a steer. What are you saying to yourself? Don't fuck this up. <laughs> there you go. That's good advice. But, yeah, uh, that is. Yeah, I guess good advice. One, I, guess, I guess one quote I found was, uh, bad decisions always make for good stories. And I feel that one probably fits me pretty well because, well, I make a lot of bad decisions. And I got got a lot of good stories from him. So there you go. That's true. We heard about your old story last time about you uh, getting laughed at by the girls watching you pee or whatever. So. Yeah, they <laughs> they were not impressed no. at all. Neither was Allie. We talked about that, that next yeah. night, so she wasn't impressed she's, either. She's so. not impressed either. Yeah, for sure. Hey, you you still landed her, so God bless you. Uh, yeah, mm, indeed. Anybody else? Yeah, I got. Uh, I I wrote some stuff down, Brennan. Oh shit. Uh, 
we go. No, this is good. Good. Got got three of them. You know. Okay, I'm gonna so, take my uh, headphones off. So. Uh, learn to disagree with someone without taking personal offense if for no other reason than the fact that you can't expect something from someone that you aren't able to deliver yourself Uh, i like it nice okay Mm, all right how about never let anyone do your thinking for you there are far too many people with far too much invested in you believing what they want to believe let me reread that there are far Please too do, many people right now with far too much invested <laughs> in you believing what they believe. There we go. I'll get it right. Take two. Oh, I, hope, let me ask you, I hope the whole U.S. Way, is listening to that. And let lastly, me ask you a question. Did Jessica okay. write these down for you? Uh, Pat. So, <laughs> the last one. Last one. And this one came directly from me. Don't be sad. Because sad backwards is das, and das not good. Nailed <laughs> <laughs> huh? it. Huh? I love it. Yes. Huh? Okay. We, Back to you. I don't know how we can recover from that one. Thank you. Anybody You're else? Welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, I've got one. This one is uh, from my dad. Uh, good. Yeah, when I was about, I don't know, 14, 15 years old, I got my first job. And I had no idea what I was getting myself into. And he said, he just said, son... He said, you got your daily duties. When you get those, you know, duties done at the day, just stay busy. If you clean those tables 15 times, just keep cleaning them and no one will ever bother you. You know, I just, you know, this is more for like the younger crowd. But when you start working, you know, just keep busy. And you're, you know, I had a boss that he wore his glasses. They wore them low on his on his nose. So he'd look over the top of them. And it was super intimidating. And he was a pretty strict guy. Um, but he made like somehow that guy ended up loving me, you know, it just, it worked out well, but I just constantly hear that. And especially when I see young guys come to work and, you know, not, try not to knock on the younger generation, but it's That's not too right. good. Go it's ahead. not, it's not yeah. too good. Uh, you know, as you know, <laughs> Sam, it's a little rough around the edges with these folks, yeah. but, um, <laughs> yeah, if you could just stay busy and just don't sit around on your phone and look like a, goofball uh you'll you'll look still in life you know but yeah that's just uh, one thing that's always stuck to me and i constantly hear it my you know my dad saying it all the time you know just keep working even though you've probably done that test 300 times a day you know, just stay busy throughout your work day and or in life and you'll uh you'll definitely excel so that's right what I, that's what i got i agree all right anybody else I feel like I under, underperformed there, but I'm okay with Obviously. it. I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. Yeah, you're allowed to pass. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I do it all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, there all right. Go. Thanks, guys. Yeah. It's awesome. All right, so then the next one is, um, what are some of our favorite activities to do in Oklahoma City? Oh, uh, uh, drink? Uh, what? <laughs> I don't I don't think that's what you meant. Oh, uh, again, this, okay. this is another uh, – Another listener write in, Megan Sipperman. And uh, and uh, so I, I, for me, I, I'm assuming she probably meant uh, family activities, um, which oh, wait, I'm sure your family. Oh, you're not supposed to drink with your family? <laughs> <sighs> wait, so, I need, like, hold on. I need to write that down. <laughs> That's motivational advice. Good advice. Yep. Yeah. With yep. family 
Okay, okay I, got, I got it. I got it. You nailed it. All right. Heck yeah. That was some good radio right there. <laughs> yeah, it was, man. Did you just throw that one on the palm? Time, yeah, we're never going to get back. <laughs> nice. All right. <laughs> so, uh, so for me, like, well, I haven't been there yet, but that new uh, Susan Park looks really cool. Um, I'm kind of excited to take the kids there, but, uh, you know, we just enjoy uh, taking the kids to the park or going to, you know, do something like that. We haven't done anything really crazy. They do like that. Um, uh, that uh, river sport park we took them there last year they really enjoyed that um so yeah so we just try to do anything to really get the hell out of the house for a while mm-hmm. yeah yeah we're we're recent zoo members like we do love going to the zoo and mm-hmm. uh actually probably gonna hit that this weekend uh man there's so much cool stuff though like especially just kind of yeah in that downtown area like what they've done with the mats project it's incredible so you know it's within the last you know 20 25 years that kind of downtown area has just exploded and you know now it's just expanding into especially more north but i mean there there is no shortage of things to do in this city which is which is awesome like it's uh it's really neat like people can you know besides having to go visit somewhere else like they can come visit here and uh you know be entertained the whole time yeah Anybody else? Uh, I'm a big. Oops, sorry, lady. We're a big fan of uh, Top Golf. We like taking the kids to Top Golf and watching the golf balls roll off the edge of the <laughs> the bat, just right in front of someone else. <laughs> um, and then we we take the kids down to the Marriott Gardens, walk around, and mm-hmm. I don't know if that restaurant's still open, but you get like group beer. Root beer floats and hamburgers and stuff. The 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 ice house. Yeah, we yeah. Get, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we sit there and just drink some beers and uh, watch the kids. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, number one is uh, like someone else mentioned, casual hangouts with the neighbors. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. Definitely agree to that. Anybody uh, else got anything? Yeah, Lucy, she likes the uh, the science museum over there by the zoo. Yep, it's it's a lot of fun. A lot of different cool different things they keep adding stuff every year it seems like so but yeah and then i nice. take her you know after that i take her down to the, the casino over there at Remington park <laughs> and bet on the ponies you know <laughs> oh, Heck right. hey hey i used to do that with my dad at like <laughs> probably her age so <laughs> i don't know if that was a little jab but hey no we no, enjoyed uh, it <laughs> the reason i said that was uh Allie's, that's what Allie used to do with her dad. Yeah, exactly. He so made me pick up uh, losing tickets. Oh, for some that, reason. Yeah. I was... <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That is awesome. Very neat. Oh. So our next one here is, I believe, our last one from Megan, and uh, she wanted to know why we love our wives. Oh, oh man, pressure song. God first. I've been waiting on this one. My hands are going to fast forward to this segment. Yeah. yeah. All right. Pass. Yeah. There you Pass. go. Yeah. Well, let's let's start off with number one here, and she's absolutely stunning. Uh, a little history about ourselves: we've met in two th- in uh, year two thousand, and uh, we were at a party 
and I actually spilt a beer on her chest and I offered to wipe it off, but it didn't get very Ooh. far. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, some of the things I love about her, man, she's uh, an amazing person, um, an awesome mother, uh, especially to our three kids, Olivia. If we could, if we didn't have her, Olivia wouldn't be uh, anywhere where she is today, especially with um, how much time she spent with her, all the special chairs and um, high gaze device and stuff. But um, and she keeps me in line. She's very intelligent, very supportive, and she's she's very hardworking and determined to get what she wants. Uh, of course, like I mentioned, the high school sweetheart, which kind of names my age when I said 2000, but um, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, she I mean, she excels in everything she's done. Every, every job she had in the past, she's just, just, just gone to the top. Provided me with three beautiful kids. Uh, she just works her, works her butt off, like I said, with Livy. And, uh, man, she still today, after 19 years of knowing her, she still gives me butterflies. So uh, walk in the door every day, get those butterflies, and just uh, know you're at the right right woman to raise your kids and, and that gives you Damn, buddy, love. You, you collecting some points tonight. I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah, you just did it. He uh, did it right there. He put the bar you pretty are, high there. Yeah. You, yeah, are not sleep- you are not sleeping in the truck tonight, buddy. That's good. <laughs> no, hey, no, ma- no matter what we say from this point, it's just going to sound like, oh, she good, and we really like her, and man, she cooks she sometimes. Birdies. Yeah, compared to that, what the hell are we supposed to say now? Thanks, Chris. <laughs> yeah, awesome. yeah, awesome. Yeah. Well, good luck, boys. I'm out. Yeah, thanks, yeah. follow that. Good, good drawing number one there, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, we more topics. Well, I think I better shut her down tonight. <laughs> you you win. I think yeah. you're getting, are you getting pulled out? Is that what's going on? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what? Oh. What? Whoa. Hey, so I I'll go next. Uh, you know, I I kind of uh, Katie and I we're not high school sweethearts, but uh, we you know we kind of uh, we met while we were both uh, in college, and uh, she was at Purdue, and um, we uh yeah so we met that during that aspect of our life and we were kind of at that point where we're just um yeah that that doesn't matter but uh but yeah so we (laughs) i love my wife because she is kind of like chris said she's extremely not chris's wife but my wife is extremely hardworking. she's doing her master's degree she is uh she's raising kids she's coaching coaching kathleen's soccer team she's doing her master's degree she is running the auction uh for the kids school for the second year in a row uh, she's working full time. Uh, she's putting up with me and the kids. Um, so I don't know how she does it. Um, her birthday was just, uh, yesterday and I wrote that on her, on her Facebook. I said, I really don't know how you do everything you do, but it's just stunning to me to, to watch that happen. So, um, I know we only have 24 hours in a day, but somehow she makes it seem like there's 60 hours in a day of how much things she does. So, um, she makes me want want to be a better person, and uh, she really, truly uh, is. I know people say like your your wife or your husband, whatever it is, is your rock, but she really is that person that makes me want to be better every day. So that's uh, that's why I love her. Yeah. Hey, Brendan, just not to interrupt you, but hey, I just wanted uh, another shout out to you and your wife for doing the uh, fundraiser on Facebook for the Rhett Syndrome. Man, that was uh, I know Megan thanks you guys, but that is absolutely one hundred percent. Uh, amazing for us and everybody else to get the awareness out there. We really appreciate that. 
and, every, and everybody else that uh, participated. We really appreciate that. Yeah, that was all her. She uh, she wanted to do that. It's like I know when uh, when Megan posted. Uh, I think I'm on uh, the first, just kind of being about uh, this being, you know, the nature's at the Capitol, just about this month being this. I was like, you know what, this is something small I can do or we can do, just kind of talk about it on our on our podcast. And then you know, Katie was like, well, there's more I can do. I can you know I can fundraise for it. And so yeah. you know, I think. Um, the five of us and Katie and, you know, the run tomorrow and everything else. I mean, that's just, uh, I think it's been awesome. And I think the, you know, I wore purple today, just, uh, I thought that was kind of a way, I know it's a little thing, but, uh, still something I thought, you know what, I'll wear this and kind of, uh, contribute to that as well. So no, it's, uh, we, we, we love Libby and we just think that uh, anything we can do to help is what we'll do. Cool. I appreciate it, guys. You guys are amazing people. Yeah. Go ahead, Harmon. So, yeah, Lindsay and I, we're not high school sweethearts. We actually, our first date, um, I didn't know we we're on a date. We kind of, we know each other through friends. Uh, long story short, I, uh, certain people that I, especially sister's friends, wouldn't date them. Just kind of didn't want to uh, cross any boundaries. Was on kind of a mutual hangout. And, you know, sister told me. You, uh, you know, you upset Lindsay, you didn't get her phone number. And I was like, man, I've hung out with her about four times and I haven't got her phone number. Like, why would like, you know, this time be different. <laughs> and, uh, and she was like, no, like we were kind of setting you up. And, you know, from that point on, I kind of got the, you know, kind of got the green light and, you know, really haven't looked back ever since, you know, she's very intelligent, very, uh, you know, very, very much, uh, kind of balanced me out me out in a lot of ways so um you know it's kind of one of those like yeah it's sappy but yeah two people kind of making one and you know like don't wouldn't realize that there are certain things that i could you know do to i guess be better counterbalance and i you know whenever we got together so um that i mean that's basically it and then yeah especially once we had a a child, you know, kind of threw everything into a whole new perspective, you know, like kind of everything else just kind of elevated. So, um, you know, feelings wise. So, um, yeah, could, could have lived without her. So that's obviously why I love her. Absolutely. <laughs> Laney, we got for us. Oh man. All right. Well, I just don't know if I can put into words what Allie means to me. Uh, Man, you guys know me. I'm kind of a mess, <laughs> and I'm a lot to no. deal with sometimes. Man, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of I guess a hard man to love is probably the best way to put it. But uh, I don't know why. Song about that? Yes, there is, and uh, I don't know <laughs> why she decides to love me every day, but she does. Uh, but no, she's a great mom. She's a great wife, and uh, man. I know she loves me, and she shows her love in different ways compared to other people. She just, if she loves you, she, she just makes fun of you constantly. <laughs> and so, whenever I'm like too high on my horse or I'm a little uptight, she just starts making fun of me, and it just kind of brings me right back down to earth. And, uh, and you know, she's a fighter too. Uh, for people who don't know, she has a uh, multiple sclerosis. And uh, she deals with that every day, and along with working full time and and being a good mom. So there's a uh, 
I can't really put into words how much I love her. So, so yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. And, uh, and I know that's something that's close to us too. We try to do what we can to, to help with her and what, whatever we can to do in that aspect. So, oh, yeah, for um, sure. yep. All right, Sam, tell us about Jessica. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, that's her name. So, you know, guys, uh, I, I, I echo the sentiments everybody else has put out there. Beautiful, uh, fantastic wife and mother glue the holds the family together. But, you know, I think the number one thing that I love about her is that she keeps it real. She keeps it gangster. You know, you bet, bet not cross her because she will fuck you up. I'm just going to tell you right now. <laughs> just putting that out there. So, you know, everything that y'all said, plus that, just the just the realness of her. What you see, you know, is what you get. You know, she's she's she kind of wears her heart on her sleeve. Sometimes, you know, to the point where I'm like, you know, kind of kind of tuck that away a little bit, Jess, you know, every now and again. But <laughs> she she really puts it out there for everybody. So what you're seeing when you when you're it's it's about as real as it can get. Behind closed doors, out in the front yard, talking to her. That I think that's what out of everything, and there is a ton of stuff, but that's probably the number one thing that I love is that it's just you know you, what what you see is what you get, and uh, she's just a beautiful person inside now. So, well, I I agree. You we all are lucky that we have the loving wives that uh, put up with our bullshit, and, uh, and I think that is I think we're all lucky people. I'll be honest with you. So, all right, Damn. so then. The next one I have here was from Chris's sister, but Chris was supposed to get Pilsner and Kolsch beers to review them, and he did not do that. So what the fuck? What's a what's a what's a Pilsner and what's a Kolsch beer? Don't worry about it. We'll have to review it at a different time. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't aware. One from the Himalayas on the back yeah. of the camels, and absolutely can only buy it in uh, where is it, Brennan? Saudi Arabia, Indonesia. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Pure <laughs> camel sweat in it. <laughs> that's what i get pass yeah. uh, pass <laughs> so we will we'll save that one uh my brother-in-law brendan had wrote in that if you had a third ear where would you want it to be nice uh, i think we'll pass on that one hey. and then, dude uh, I, I you know I, what I, hey, i'll go ahead I, and i got something go ahead i'll, answer, I'll, I'll yeah. answer to this one i'll put it yeah, on my hear. damn put it on my shin where he hit me so like you give it like a little cushion, God. Yeah. So anyway, we're playing golf. Huh. I'm in front of him a little bit, off to the right. I feel like I'm in a pretty safe. He lets a little warm burner rip, hmm. and I'm like sitting there, like right in front of it. Like yeah, I'm 36, like not as athletic as I think I am in my head. I think I'm going to be able to time this jump correctly, and I fail. And uh, this golf ball just right in kind of like the shin like right where it kind of meets your foot i don't know what that part is but uh ankle <laughs> okay ankle area but right on the front you know like you're sniffing it like you're you're close oh, but uh yeah so anyway yeah like I, I wouldn't mind having a little ear padding there to uh then, then i guess i'd have a third cauliflower ear but you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice anyway yeah. Go ahead, Sam. Yeah. Well, I was just gonna say, I, you know, you stick, you could stick it on your uh, forehead, you know, to make have it a four ear, make it a little bit more practical because everybody's always leaning forward, you know, when they can't hear you. Yeah. You know, hmm. Speaking of my four ear, 
you know, and you can, <laughs> you're out in the crowd, you at the, you know, the, 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 the concert, you know, you can, now you can get it all right there. You know, you got to turn your head, you look right at them, boom, directly right into your ear right there. Well, all right. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was thinking you wanted Thank in you. The, I was thinking you wanted it in the back of your head so you could hear someone nope. coming from behind you. Nope. But nope. that's just me. <laughs> yeah, no, right on the front. Right on the front. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I was just, I was worried about fucking no. know, axe murderers coming and getting me and shit, sneaking up on me. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. Now, where do you live? Yeah, uh, that's I, I, that's hey, not happening. You never know. Yeah. You're goodness you're, gracious. You're, quit you're lying October. to the listeners. Fucking Michael Myers yeah, exactly. is coming around the corner. <laughs> now, does, yep. this year, does this year work or is it just some strange mutation? Yeah, I should Yeah. Oh, he, that's didn't, he didn't say. He just said if you had a third air, where would you want it? So we can always do a follow up. You, uh, you know what? Doesn't matter. Still putting on the forehead. Yeah. yeah my, mine's my saying. Actually, either way. Yeah. Yeah. You're, Take care you less. You should be a little bit better then if you can't hear out of it. You just take it as a padding. So, and then, right. um, <laughs> and then Allie would like to know where we bank at. I'm not answering so, this question. I'm not a liberty to say. <laughs> Go ahead, Laney. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. Pass. Uh, I I bank at Chase Bank. There we go. There we go. Uh, so, USA. Yeah. You bank right. in the United uh, States of America? Fuck yeah. <laughs> America. Swanson. Yeah. Hey, let, let me let me throw this out there real quick on the on the whole third year thing. So, <laughs> uh, and here we go back. Here we go. Here All we right. go. Yeah, it just didn't get a chance, so I wanted to throw this out there. I was thinking on the top of your head because you know when you're at work, all the shit rolls downhill, so you can hear it coming from the management. There you go. Uh, okay. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. yeah. I, see. I, I, Boom. I, I Googled this to see if that had been asked before on, on old Google. And someone actually asked this question. And that the one that was the most comical was their response was next to my third nipple so they could be friends. <laughs> well, okay, then. Yeah. Wow. But, but everything right. else was just trash. But that was the one that made me laugh. Yeah. Goodness gracious. All right. Well, so uh, uh, Brendan, I don't want to interrupt, but I'm going to. No. We missed yeah. the uh, we missed so the whiskey right. review. Mm. I did not yeah. write that down. I apologize. So yeah. we have the last one to be a whiskey review. And I know Laney is drinking whiskey right now. I don't yep. know if anybody else is. Oh, but, yeah. uh, so tell us about your whiskey and coke and whiskey and sprite, fellas. Uh, well, tonight I chose to change it up a little bit. I'm going with a little gentleman Jack and Coke. Whoa. Classy, yeah. you know, trying are to you cla- know, trying to class it up a little bit for our listeners out there. Are you are you in a row? Can't see you. Yeah, I'm in a, I'm in a row, yeah. and I'm sitting in my yeah. golden throne in my closet. <laughs> <laughs> but nice. I mean, it's good. It's nice. Yep. Hmm. What about you, Chris? Uh, I've got uh, mint. <clears throat> so I, I I went out and bought some TX today, along with. Uh, Jared's bottle of bullet that uh, you need to get Boom. to him. But uh, I, I'm pretty excited about the TX. I've heard a lot of good things. I spent a lot of time uh, looking at their website this weekend. Uh, big mm-hmm. fan of Woodford Reserve. And there's three of them I'm not a fan of. Sorry, lady, but Jack Daniels. That's got to be a no go. Jim Bean. And. <clears throat> I, I, I was at a bar and I got uh, a beer and a shot 
that's special. And so I'm thinking, okay, you know, the, the shot's probably not going to be that great. So I took it, and it was 100% I was correct. It gave me, like, nasty flashbacks of, like, when I was in high school when you just took <laughs> shots of just whatever gasoline or whatever the hell mm, that was. Yes, but, gasoline. Yeah. Mm. I, was a fan, I was a fan of the 93. <laughs> it was Ev- Evans Williams. And, man, alive, that would just gave me goosebumps and wanted me to almost convince me to stop drinking altogether. It was just absolutely terrible. I've had nights like that. It's terrible. It is just, I don't know what they make it with, but it's just uh, not good. <laughs> That's my review. No. What What's in the Three Wiseman shot? I've had one of those. That was, so that was rough. It's Jack, it's uh, Jose Cuervo, and it's something somebody else. I forget the other one, third one. Mm, yeah, so no bueno. It's not great. And so... <laughs> While we were talking here, I poured, uh, Jared left a bottle of Jefferson's, uh, which is a Louisville, Kentucky bourbon whiskey here. Um, and uh, it says it's a very small batch of blend, um, which I'm not a huge blend fan, but that's all right. Um, we'll take a little. <laughs> well, I would say it's good. Um, it doesn't have right. a... I don't know. Is Jefferson the name of the company? I'm assuming, right? Yeah. So it doesn't actually have a name of the whiskey itself, um, unless it's just Jefferson's. Um, but uh, it's pretty good stuff. Move it on up. Yeah. So I got uh, <laughs> I got your Angels and Envy you left here. We got some Gwen Levitt Twelve yeah. here. We've we've got uh, Bullet. Um, I've got some. Uh, I've got about seven bottles of Scotch and and bourbons up here so come on over we got uh we got it all taken care of here, here. yes yep hey I, don't, I, I know we like uh i gotta tell you guys a story i i passed it on earlier this week but um so uh we were gonna talk about weird stories or whatever but i think that's changed. oh okay well let me just fire Calm her off down. let me fire Calm her down off. let me let me introduce <laughs> the subject you go first that's fine okay so i all can't right. handle it anymore <laughs> i have to get it off <laughs> Goodness, Jared and I tried to get you to talk about this a couple yeah. days ago. You wouldn't do it. I so. didn't want to spoil the beans. I need everybody to know this. All right. Oh, so here, we go. here we go. So next and final segment, strange and or awkward moments. Take it away, Chris. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Start with the scary voice. Anyways. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh, so Meg and I, we went to the Capitol and we're, you know, eat some breakfast. And we're down on uh, Atomo, Automobile Alley. We eat breakfast and we go into this little store called uh, Shop Good, and it's just me and her and one other customer. And the employees are just doing whatever they're doing. And here comes this strange guy comes walking in. He's just like talking like all super loud and mumbling, doing all kinds of weird stuff. And in my head, I'm like, okay, maybe he's like a homeless guy or whatever. But I just always kept my eye on this guy. And one thing that he said he that caught my eye like okay maybe i should pay a little more attention to him as he said they're probably listening to what i'm saying i'm like okay well now this guy's kind of lost his marbles um so we continue shopping next thing you know he says hey guy and there's an employee off to the side and i just ignored him thinking please be talking to the employee i don't want to deal with this guy no i was wrong he comes right up to me gets right in my face and he asked me what shoe size i wear 
I'm wearing my work boots. I'm about getting ready to go to work. I tell this guy, I wear a size 12. He says, oh, yeah, me too. I said, okay, well, you know, whatever. You know, we just kind of talk. And then he proceeds to tell me he's in a bad way. He needs a ride. Uh, he needs $4 to go on a bus ride on a city bus. I said, man, I said, I don't carry much cash, but I think I have a little. I'll give you what I have. So I got my wallet out, and I had $1. So I give this guy a dollar. I'm trying to help this guy out. And, he, and he, I hand him the dollar, and as soon as I, he takes it from me, he says, what the hell am I going to do with the dollar? So in my head, I'm thinking, okay, the situation just changed. You know, it's, it's gotten real. He's mad that I gave this, gave him a dollar. So he gets him, he gets beside me and he start. he puts his, his right foot against my right foot. So he's like, I'm facing one way and he's facing the opposite. So he's sizing me up. And he, I mean, he's like right in my grill. He's leaning against me, sizing my feet up. And he's looking at me, and he, he's, you know, he says, "Hey, man, are you in the military?" I said, "I was." He said, "Yeah, I think I thought you were." And but, and right after he asked me these questions, and he's leaning against me, he starts scooting behind me, like trying to get up up behind me. And I and I, I backed up. I said, what? "I said, hey, man," I said, "I don't appreciate you getting behind me." Uh, I said, I don't, you know, that, that's, that's not okay with me. So I'm backing up. Megan's kind of, you know, trying to watch what's happening. And then he's like, Hey, were you, are you a cop? You know, asking all these crazy questions, like, you know, proceed to tell him, no, I'm not a cop, whatever, and so on, so on. And it's just it escalating. I'm like, look around. No one's like doing anything. The guys are still making t-shirts, like nothing's happening. <laughs> and I'm just like, <clears throat> And so, you know, I'm just in my mind, I think I'm going to have to lay this guy out. I'm going to have to call my boss and not make this job. But he's, he's in my face. And this whole time, I've never left, like, my eyes have locked on his eyes. I'm not, not going to back down. And uh, he, he tells me, I don't appreciate how you're looking at me, just constantly staring at me. I said, I said man, I, said, I don't know what to tell you, but. And then I tell, I said, hey, man, I think it's time for you to leave. You need to walk, leave the store. Uh, you know, I try to tell, tell him to leave, and he just gets madder, and he's, like, getting in my face. And finally, this guy on the side says, comes up and tells him, hey, man, let's go outside, get a water. And, you know, he eventually leaves. But the whole situation was just was insane. I'm just trying to figure out, you know, the whole time I'm watching the guy in the store before he comes up to me, but he – He's sizing me up. He wants to know my shoe size. And, you know, when he's trying to get behind me, you know, I think he's trying to steal my, you know, maybe he's trying to get my wallet. I don't know what he was doing, but uh, he's just an odd character. But whenever he left, the manager came out, you know, apologized. But the guy comes in there every day asking for free T-shirts and, you know, he's obviously homeless, but, you know, he had some problems. But when he left, I was, you know, the all week long prior to uh, Monday before I'm trying to think of what strange situation to talk about. <laughs> the guy walks out the door. I'm like, well, there it is. I got my strange situation. Almost had to, <laughs> almost had to kill this homeless guy on a Monday. Good uh, God. Yeah. Damn. But, I mean... The story of just me telling it doesn't do it, but it was uh, it was a very intense moment. Uh, if that guy you know, wouldn't have came oh, over, that sounds intense for yeah, sure. Yeah, if you wouldn't have came over and 
you know, got that guy, I'm pretty sure something would have happened. But yeah, I was waiting for him to make the first move, and I was gonna. I think I was gonna have to end that guy right there. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I, I think. Oh, I think the best part of the conversation was just that Megan <laughs> just kept shopping. She's not really yeah. worried about what you're doing. Like, all right, Chris, yeah. do this. Just, I'm going to keep shopping. Don't mess up yeah. my experience. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, man. I just messed it up. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. I was uh, – for the next two days, I couldn't get it off my mind. And I just kept laughing. Like, is this – did this really happen? You know, but, <laughs> sure. You, you were fired up for sure. Yeah. Did, did I have a target? But, you know – when he when he said, "Hey man, uh, I want to talk to the guy," you know, in the in the work boots or whatever, I'm thinking, "Gosh dang it, here we go," you know, I'm gonna <laughs> deal with this. But when we walked out the store to leave, I told Meg, I said, "Hey, stay right there, and uh, let me make sure he's not just waiting outside for us." But he was walking on the opposite side of the street, doing some crazy things, and then. Next thing you know, he's like talking to this painting on the wall. I'm like, okay, let's just let's roll. Uh, <laughs> he's got some problems, but uh, yeah, he might have got down on some of that 1928 Odom. Yeah, o- opium. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he was definitely uh, Odom. that, that yeah. good. Good. It's yeah, so good. It's Odom. Yeah, that, that, that. That's, that's, when you, that's when you know it's good. Yeah, yeah it's like blue magic. Yeah, Odom. Well, okay. Whatever's in that Odom, Odom uh, apparently eat your teeth <laughs> off. Because he had like three. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. Oh yeah, no, teeth. Uh, <laughs> he was an interesting cat for sure. But oh God! Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're all right. Yeah. And yeah. Glad you have to use any of your ninja skills or anything. Yeah. Yeah. That, so that's, that's uh, good to hear. Yeah. I almost had to warn him that, hey man, I've been watching karate on YouTube. <laughs> you better watch out. Yeah. You know <laughs> it's a Judy chop. Yeah. A Judy. <laughs> <laughs> My don't kid. go ninja. Nobody don't need ninja. Yeah. <laughs> My kids like a show. <laughs> All right. Well, I will try to follow that one up. I'll go next year. All right. So when I was, uh, I had my, my number one thing, Katie gave me the old kibosh on telling that story. So um, there is a very good story out there that uh, I think you guys do know, it, but she did not want me to say it on here. So I won't. Um, and say it, do it. Remember, we just talked about how I love my wife. <laughs> just profess your love yeah. to her, dude. Yeah. It's time to come on. And that real quickly here. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, <like> that. <laughs> so uh, when I was 18, my uh, my buddy Mike May decided that he wanted to uh, become a, uh, a tattoo artist, and like he did eyebrow, he did piercings and tattoos, and blah blah. So I was like I said, I was. 18 and he was like you want to, I'll, I'll kind of try I want to practice and I'm like all right so he wanted to pierce my eyebrow so I said ah fine so I he let me pierce let him pierce my eyebrow and uh, as you guys know I like to wear hats so I um, was at dinner with my dad he's a very traditional man and sat down he politely reminded me to remove my hat we don't wear them at the dinner table so I took my hat off and he looked up from his menu and said you can take it out or I can rip it out. And I said, well, all right. So well, yeah. that's, uh, that's the end of that. So I had my eyebrow pierced for all of, uh, I don't know, six hours or so before I was threatened to have it ripped out of my face. So that was my, <laughs> that was my awkward moment that came to mind. That is awkward. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Do it to it. All right. I'll jump in. Um, so recently was in Nashville, uh, Lindsay and I, and then, uh, another another couple and 
we, you know, like she was actually at a work conference. I kind of tag teamed on like the, the end of it to kind of make it a little trip. And so I get there, you know, Friday, it's like our first full day. And we, so we have like a full day of like stuff that we're going to do, which includes going to the Grand Ole Opry, which I don't know if any of y'all been there. It's amazing. But uh, it's about from downtown Nashville over there. It's about eight minutes in a like an Uber or Lyft. And so we're with this other group. So I got the lift out there. You know, we go through the thing and then they were going to get an Uber or Lyft coming back. So it's like, okay, cool. And uh, she's like, okay, Jared, you know, got it. Be on the lookout. It's a, it's a black Chevy Equinox. It's like, okay, yeah, be looking for it. Well, he tells me, Hey, he's getting a little close. Like, I was like, okay. Well, so this Equinox comes down and so, mind you, there's four of us, right? So, Equinox comes down. I see a driver, and I see a Siberian Husky riding shotgun. <laughs> and so, they take a loop around and, you know, ask the guy I was with. I was like, is that it? And he's like, yeah. And like, I waved at him. Like, he didn't see me. And I'm like, hopefully, that's not it. Like, I don't want to ride with an 80-pound dog. And uh, so, anyway turns out it was our our ride he he actually pulled up to like the the uber spot since it was like a popular place they have like you know designated pickup drop-off areas so we walk over to it and the guy I was with he just straight up asked the guy hey there's uh there's four of us you know we need like the whole back seat and somebody to ride shotgun so he just grabs the dog and just brings the dog over t- to his lap <laughs> And all, all of us, all of us, we're just looking at each other like, what? So pulls this 80-pound dog into awesome. his lap. So, and, you know, we're going and, you know, like our thing, and I think a lot of people are like, as soon as you get rolling in like an Uber or Lyft, you just try and start just like some small talk. So, you know, Lindsay, my wife, she starts off and she's like, hey, like, are you from Nashville? And, uh, you know, the guy's like, no, no, I'm from a town three miles or three hours away. Um, you know, I'm only here taking care of my grandpa. He was supposed to die a month ago, and he didn't. <laughs> wow. I'm not kidding, guys. And, I, and we're wow. in the back, and we're like, okay. Well, by this time, we're not even, like, out. Like, we're not even off the grounds. And so we just, like, we we tell the guy, we're like, hey, like, if if having that dog in your lap is is, like, too uncomfortable or anything, just – you know, just let us know, like, I mean, just let us off, we can get another one, and he's it's like, no, this is nothing, I've had a 200-pound goat in my lap before <laughs> while I was driving, guys, I'm not kidding, and I'm like, and we're all like, what the fuck, well, in the meantime, the dog has rolled down all of our windows, because it has no room, and has put the window lock on, so... <laughs> Put this in the picture. We we got a loaded car with the dog with his head out the window. I have a picture of this. I, I've sent y'all. And dog's out the window. We're on the highway. Wind's just blowing through. Like these guy, this guy has like the dog cover seats things in his car. You know, Siberian Huskies are uh, are shedders whenever it's hot. So you know, loaded down with hair. So suffice, oh, suffice it to say, we did not make it to our destination before, uh, you know, we kind of all demanded to stop. 
And so we pull off at, you know, this is like two o'clock or three o'clock, something like that. And we pull off at this freaking Shoney's, which I can't tell you the last time I've even seen one of those, let alone like, and it was, it was fully functioning at 2 PM. There's about two cars in the, uh, in the driveway as we were going in. Cause we just get out of, we actually just told the driver like, Hey, we're not feeling too hot. We've been in the car for one minute. And, um, so we go to Shoney's lady Shoney's was pumped to see such a big crowd. And we're like, no, we just, we just can't be in this car anymore. And then the guy just proceeds to just hang out for like 10 minutes and then finally drives off and we get another, uh, we get another ride and we're, you know, we're all still alive. So it's my, that's my awkward story. Wow. wow. <laughs> well, that happened. Yeah. 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 Well, Laney, what you got for us? Oh man! All right. Uh, every uh, every couple of years, me and my family we go up to uh, Missouri to go uh, on a fishing trip and kind of float the North Fork River. And uh, we usually stop in either Springfield or Branson. Oh, yeah. And I'm uh, not exactly a fan of Branson. I call it uh, hillbilly hell. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, anyways, this last trip we went on, uh, it's like we got some fans of Branson. Anyways, anyways, Branson hater. My 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 sister and her husband are huge fans of the Beatles, and I don't dislike the Beatles. Uh, but anyways, there's a cover band there that they were really just wanting us to go see with them. So before the trip, we go online and we go to purchase the tickets. And the tickets were like $75 a person. And I made the comment to Allie, I can't believe I'm about to pay $150 to not see the real Beatles. And so in the email, as I was you know finishing the order, they, they have like a little comment section of like any particular place you want to sit or needs you need or whatever i wrote yeah i want some good seats because i'm paying 150 dollars to not sit <laughs> and a part of me was like uh they're not even going to read that shit like they just put that there just to fucking put it there right well about three hours later i get an email back going okay message received we got front row center seats Wow. And I'm thinking, oh, <laughs> sh- oh, shit. And so the time has come to go there, and I thought they were just yanking my chain, right? I thought, like, there's no way that, you know, we booked it, like, two weeks out. Like, it was less than two weeks out before we were going up there. There's no way I got front row center seats. We get there at Will Call, pick up our seats, pick up our tickets, front row center seats. And so the whole time during the whole show, which by the way, there was no alcohol served in that place, which that really kind of pissed me off. But that's a whole other story. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, the whole time we were sitting there, I just, I just felt like I couldn't enjoy myself because I felt like I was going to get pumped or roasted or get called out for my fucking snarky ass email. <laughs> And I just sat, I don't, I'm sure the, the guys were good, but I just couldn't, I just sat there. And even the lady next to me was like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I was just, I don't know. It was, just, 
I was trying to get someone shit, and they called me out on it, and I just didn't know how to You should have told that lady. You do know is that the real Beatles, right? <laughs> I think I did make that comment to somebody. <laughs> yeah. Still, for our own center, I'm not seeing the real thing. Yeah, is that Ringo Starr? No? Well, fuck this place, then. Yeah. But, uh, you know, long story short, I guess it was uh, George Harrison's yeah. sister who started that cover band thing in Branson. Oh, so, yeah, apparently, yeah. it's a it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. But I was I was very underwhelmed, to say the least. Yeah, I wanted to go when I was in Vegas last year. I wanted to go see if they have a uh, Rat Pack, like uh, similar to that, where it's, you know, Sammy Davis and Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin. And I just couldn't bring myself to spend, I think it was like 65 bucks a person to go watch people pretend to be somebody else that I actually wanted to see. So I, uh, I done right. on that one. Yep. All right, Sammy, bring us home. All right. So, you know, I had thought, uh, you know, it's been a long, strange trip guys. I was, uh, you know, thinking about, there was a lot of, a lot of moments that I could probably talk about. And this one probably crosses over into stuff that I probably shouldn't talk about, but I'm not saying names. So fuck it. Uh, the point is, <laughs> You guys know I'm in, you know, in the Air Force, been in the Air Force for a while. But one of my jobs is I was up there at the military entrance processing station up there at MEPS. Well, you know, in case any, any of the listeners don't know, if you're if you're trying to get in the military, any branch, you know, you go up there. That's a place you can take your, your, your ASVAB at. You can take your test. You get your physical done. Well, with the Air Force, the last step after you've completed your physical is that you, you, you're, you come back down the hall and if you're qualified, You've got to do what's known as the X factor. All right. So the X factor is like, uh, it's like a over, like a clean and jerk or like an overhead press on this machine. Right. So it, it, it varies anywhere between 40 pounds up to a hundred pounds. And it, and it, it figures into the job, like whatever job that you're going to get. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's an important part of it. So you do your demonstration in case anybody doesn't know how to do it. And you're, you know, you, uh, you show them how to do it, and then you kind of get, you know, stand behind them and let them step up there and, and do their thing. Well, this girl came down, and uh, she she squats down there, and, uh, you know, it takes a little, uh, as, as you guys know, to work out, it takes a little effort. Got to grunt a little bit. Uh, <laughs> she went to pick this thing up, and I'm standing behind her, and I mean, I don't know how to say this any differently, but, uh, you know, she, she farted. So... <laughs> And, and it was a and it was one of those deals where it was so damn awkward as I'm standing behind her. Are you sure? It was and a she fart? turns real quick. You know what I mean? It's like she she's so she's look now she's looking behind me. I've got to look off in the distance as if I'm just waiting on her to complete it. And I did not just hear what I just heard. And so, meanwhile, I've got my 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 work partner over here. He well, he's like in a cubicle that's blocking her view of him, but he's got a clear view of me. Right. So I turn over here. He's <laughs> laughing his ass off. Right. And I'm sitting here trying to be tactful oh, behind God. this, this, this just young lady uh, who just ripped <laughs> one right in front of me as if that just didn't happen. I mean, you know, most of the time you acknowledge farts, you know, in some sense, I would think, you know, in life, as you go out throughout life, I think, you know, somebody farts around you, you know, hey, man, you, you just farted. Well, I can't do that there. <laughs> you know, so um, anyway. Uh, I don't know how to finish this, so I'll just take a small bow. Back to you, Brennan. All right. Well, <laughs> I want my I want my question answered. Um, question. No. <laughs> are are you are you sure it was a Are you sure it was a fart? Uh, 
Is this is this getting towards chart territory? Is this the setup? Is this the setup? I mean, I'm just go ahead. I mean, hey, Larry, asking. I know you want to hit it with with with. Uh, Larry is my great uncle from Montreal, and that is the first <laughs> first wrong name. All it night. sure is. Thank you. I like uh, I like this. So we're getting uh, worse. <laughs> Said it better. I'm just saying it could yeah. with 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 a woman. It could be any oh, anything. Well, okay. let's leave it right there. And, uh, <laughs> that's, we're gonna we'll we're table gonna that. that. Yeah, yeah, that should be the title yeah. of this. Uh, this podcast. Yeah. Are you sure it was a fart? <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. With a woman, it could be anything. Yeah. With a woman, it could be anything. <laughs> oh, that'll get a lot of hits. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, uh, we'll, yeah. we'll see you guys next week. So long, guys. Yeah, yeah. So long. See y'all. All right, man. Y'all be good. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the MC Crew Podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening to as much as we did recording it. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button so you can stay up to date with our podcast. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at mc.crew.podcast. You can also shoot us an email at mccrewpod at gmail.com for future segment ideas. Special thanks again for Megan Silverman joining us tonight and talking about Rett Syndrome and how October is Rett Syndrome Awareness Month. We truly do appreciate her. Thanks so much again for listening. Cheers. Cheers.